This is No Starving Artist Podcast. You deserve a successful creative life. I'm Anissa Benitez, a marketing expert at top companies and creative journeyer. I'm here to support your creative wellness, financially, mentally, and spiritually. Share with me your questions and I'll share perspective. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is about sleep. Sleep is such an essential in our well-being and our circadian rhythm, our natural internal clock, helps guide our sleep and wake cycle. Today's episode is about how to strengthen your circadian rhythm so you are actually functioning in a way that's supportive to your well-being in a rhythm for our agenda. First, how this topic became relevant to me this week. Two, how to actually strengthen our circadian rhythm. What is our circadian rhythm and going in depth in that? And that's all. It's going to be a brief episode. If you've been enjoying this podcast and getting value from this podcast, your support and donation would be hugely appreciated. Writing, researching, recording this podcast, promoting it each week is no small lift, and your support makes a difference. If you are willing to donate, reach me at anchor.fm backslash no starving artist backslash support to make a donation. Also, your willingness to leave a review and rate the podcast makes it possible for people to find it and it to grow. So if you can please do so at Apple Podcasts, be much appreciated. Now let's get into it. This topic became relevant to me this week as I woke up at 6 a.m. and didn't get home until 8 p.m. and that was unusual for me given I have been working from home mainly but not this week. This week I was working on a set, a big production for an upcoming TV show as a background actor, an extra. I will be able to talk about this in transparent words in the future but for now I cannot as I'm under NDA. However, the experience was very challenging being on your feet all day, walking around and being constantly pulled, wearing six inch heels, which is not a usual thing for me. I think I maybe own a pair of platforms that are like one inch. So it was a strain on my body and what made it more challenging was the inability for me to get as many hours of sleep given that I needed to still manage a lot outside of just being on set and working. So upon getting home, it was, you know, cooking dinner, managing a lot of shipping things that I had, administrative things that I had, things that had built up through the day. And yeah, this was no big deal for me when I was in the schedule of working and getting out of the house and commuting an hour back and forth every day. But now commuting that hour, working for 12 hours, it feels more taxing on the body and I was speaking to other people who are also doing my job on set and many of them had gotten around four or five hours of sleep. It was very common. And how can we function over time just on minimal sleep? Well, we can. We can push our bodies too, but it's not good for us. Sleep is so, such an essential. It's such an essential. If you look at all animals, they require sleep. We can have so many sleep disorders insomnia, sleep apnea, narcolepsy, etc. Many of us don't even know that we have them. And that's why, you know, sleep hygiene is so important. 
It's so important for us to figure out ways to optimize our sleep schedule, craft bedtime routines, foster better habits during the day that support our ability to sleep so that we can be refreshed and rejuvenated and able to show up to our fullest the following days. I am feeling today like I'm in recovery from sleep deprivation and from, I think, the body body pressure <laughs> that this schedule demanded of me. And so, yeah, rejuvenating and wanted to take this episode to dive into the importance of tuning into optimizing our circadian rhythm and getting to a place where we are restored so we can wake up refreshed, so we can be energized, so we can go at our creative life with gusto and yeah go from there as some of you know i founded more by her a platform to dismantle the starving artist stigma each week we share a new story of creative women shaping culture on wednesdays wisdom drop wednesdays for those who identify as women non-binary she her they them thriving artists who are willing to give transparency on their creative journey and how they do it. Follow us at morebyher.com or on Instagram at more underscore by underscore her. My source for these recommendations is from the sleepfoundation.org. If you go to sleepfoundation.org and you can find out a lot of information around sleep disorders, sleep in general, and more in depth on the circadian rhythm. So what is our circadian rhythm? I'm going to share a bit about that, how it works, how it affects our sleep, how our circadian rhythm affects things outside of just our sleep, why it could be off, and what we can do to create a better, healthier circadian rhythm, strengthen our circadian rhythm. So first, our circadian rhythm is a 24-hour cycle. It's our body's internal clock that's always running. So we can have alarm clocks for waking up in the morning, but there's our ability, our natural internal ability to wake up at the same time each day if we're following certain routines and have healthy habits. When our circadian rhythm is healthy, when it's strengthened, we can have consistent and restorative sleep patterns. We can not be as thrown off when there are issues, stressors, you know, things like that arising in our life because we feel restored and we are good. We are in a good physical and mental health. Circadian rhythm is not just in humans. It's in all organisms. It helps flowers open and close at the right times. It keeps nocturnal animals, you know, from leaving their shelter during the daylight and getting exposed to predators. It Our natural circadian rhythm coordinates our physical and mental systems and our digestive systems, producing proteins during our meal times and um, regulates our hormones, etc. Our circadian rhythm throughout our body is really our master clock and sometimes our pacemaker. It's connected to the brain. There are so many ways that strengthening our circadian rhythm helps beyond sleep. What happens when our circadian rhythm is off? Well, I'm feeling that today. I feel cloudy in the head. I feel groggy. I feel tension. I feel completely kind of disrupted. And beyond that physical disruption for many of us, it can lead to serious sleeping problems without the proper signaling of our body's internal clock. 
we struggle to fall asleep, wake up at the right time, we feel unable to do as much in the morning, we feel we are dependent maybe on caffeine to drive our energy levels. Additional studies have shown that it can lead to sleep apnea, so many other sleep disorders. You have a lot of waking up irregularly during the night. Maybe you're experiencing something where you have no consistent pattern of sleep. Maybe you have many naps or short sleeping patterns. If any of these things are things that you've been experiencing, your sleep disrupted, you've just been overworking and unable to fit in as much, then maybe this section on how to strengthen your circadian rhythm will help. I'm going to share six recommendations that I've shared before and will continue to share as they are so vital. Healthy sleep tips are easy to find. There's many outside of the sleepfoundation.org website and I encourage you to check those out. First recommendation to strengthen your circadian rhythm is to seek out the sun. Maybe that's first thing in the morning. I love to talk about going for a walk if you're able to, just getting early exposure to light. I sometimes wake up before the sun really rises, but even as it's beginning to rise, I feel it waking me up as I go on a walk. I also recently got thinner sheer curtains so that when the light starts to peek through, I'm receiving it. Exposure to natural light, especially early in the day, helps reinforce our strongest circadian cue. Two, follow a consistent sleep schedule. We can have very varying bedtimes based on what we have to figure out in the day, but we are going to be most served when we have more of a consistent, it does not have to be fixed every single day, but more of a consistent, stable time that we go to bed and we decide to wake up. And then eventually we won't need to rely on our alarm clocks. Our body will naturally be attuned to that and start getting up at those times. Three, getting daily exercise. We can really support our clock, our internal clock, by making it easier to fall asleep at night by actually exerting energy. If we have a very sedentary day, I know for myself personally, I build up so much restlessness before bed. I don't want to go to sleep. I still have this energy. I haven't really exerted anything. Um, you know, my body definitely thrives with a bit of cardio each day, but everybody's body is different. But some level of taking a walk, doing yoga, dancing might really support your ability to sleep at night and stress relief, really cool and calming to the body to have exerted oneself at some point in the day. It's also good to just get that good oxygen in, have to take deep breaths before to. Four, and this is going to be uh, controversial for many people, is to avoid caffeine. And stimulants like caffeine can help wake you. We love our coffee, we love our tea, but you know, going for a decaffeinated or caffeine-free is hugely be- beneficial to understanding what your natural rhythm is what time you naturally have boosts of energy, how you can naturally start to wake up. Caffeine can throw us off balance. So we are dependent on that caffeine to awake us. Everyone is different. And if you're having trouble sleeping, you should avoid caffeine at least after noon or 5 p.m. Your choice. Number five, limit light before bed. So 
screen time is so hard and a lot of people fall asleep and they're very soothed by the sound of Netflix or whatever show programming things that they're watching, but it's so beneficial to not have artificial light exposure. Blue light from our screens is particularly disruptive to our sleep. So putting electronic devices away maybe an hour before bedtime can really help us start to relax the dimming of lights, the limiting of lights, even turning off the lights in your home as the sun is starting to set can help you reach a more natural circadian rhythm. Six, last but not least, keep naps short and in the early afternoon, napping a whole bunch throughout the day or just getting really exhausted and spent but napping before bed can really push back our bedtime. It can throw us off our sleep schedule. And so this is a small one as naps are good, but maybe in the early afternoon or in the daytime because that elongated period of sleep is so beneficial. I hope you've appreciated these recommendations on how to strengthen your circadian rhythm. Again, they were one, seek out sun. Two, follow a consistent sleep schedule. Three, get daily exercise. Four, avoid caffeine. Five, limit light before bed. And six, keep an up short and in the early afternoon. These recommendations can be found at sleepfoundation.org on how to maintain your healthy circadian rhythm. There are many other steps you can use to improve your sleep hygiene. And it's so important to get good night sleep. If you're persistent about actually doing this, then you will feel a difference. And I know that I'm particularly excited this weekend to rest, to let my body rest, to exercise, to get back into routines and decompress after this full week on set. As always, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. You can follow me at Anissa Benitez on Instagram. Follow the wisdom of many thriving creative women and non-binary people at morebyher.com. You are no starving artist. So grateful to be learning, growing, and resting with you. I appreciate you.